What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show tonight. We're here to pay the bills. Jake, Mike are back with first-time guests. And Gatesy and I figured out here, first time we've really ever talked, Gatesy, well, wrong way, Gatesy from Crossing yeah. Swords Pod. We are crossing over here with our Sabres and Bills, but he's going to be here popping on for Bills coverage during the year when we can and just all over Trainwreck Sports. You know him from Sabres and 60 killing it on tiktok please go hit those tiktoks up and on twitter or x whatever I, I, i'm never gonna call it x i was literally the only reason it says formerly known as twitter is because i literally typed twitter and i was like i can't do it but that's where can't. we're at i guess but gatesy thank you hey what incredible introduction i i feel like i have to send you some money for that because you just boosted the ego a bit i'm feeling <laughs> good going to this this live stream this bill season i can't wait to go now but yeah thanks for having me yeah um Yes. How excited are you just about the Bills season? Like in just in general, like we have we've rarely talked about the Bills. We've talked about the Sabres a bunch. And I think we have I do want to talk about the Sabres a little bit on the podcast. I don't care if it's a Bills podcast. That's the point of part of this podcast. As you see, we're brokering peace here. And that's the part of the way we just got to naturally let it flow into it. But how excited are you just in general going into this season based off of the vibes of the last seasons and just in totality? Like, how do you feel? I feel like I, I judge a lot of my coverage of sports based on vibes. And I'm, I'm really high <laughs> on the Bills right now. I feel like the vibes just seem to be there. Like every video I see of Josh Allen, no matter if it's on Twitter or podcast or whatever, he's just feeling really good. The team seems to be having a great time. The interview with Deion Dawkins on part of my take was just so much fun to listen to. And the team just seems to be gelling, having a good time. And I really like that, you know, the national media is really digging on the Bills, really boosting other AFC's teams. One of my favorite things about Buffalo is, you know, keeping it a secret. You see that big painting on one of the buildings somewhere downtown, keep Buffalo a secret. And, you know, the more people look over the bills, I think that better it is for this team. People forget about them. Then they come week one against the Jets. And I cannot wait to watch that game live. It's either going to be make my week or just absolutely going to tear me down level after level if that <laughs> happens on prime time. But good vibes. Oh, We're up in the clouds, God. having a good time. We're going to no, think but about you're so right. Time. I've thought about that about week one so many times because one of the things we talked about last week with our great uh, guest, Jay Spence, the King, and the reason we're in the clouds here, like you said, we're keeping the vibes high. We're up. We're staying above all the hate and all the last year. I just it was the first year, my first year and your first year covering the Sabres, too. But vibes were sky high for the Sabres. We had the exact opposite experience covering the Bills. It was just like. From, and it was from very serious things to like very petty things too. So it was just a range of yeah. different things. But going in to this season, it's like, how could you not like think that? <laughs> how could you not think it could only can go up from what they had to exactly. deal with? Like the they were all so drained. The pieces, the pieces are there. It feels good. I don't know. I just feel I feel pretty good right now. And you look at the roster. It's like, what what more do you want to have done to the team before the season starts? Like I was who you want Hopkins to come and. 
and whatnot. But like realistically mm-hmm. speak, looking at the roster, it's stay healthy. I mean, from the faults from last year, just I think right now it's just staying healthy going week to week. Like I and you that's something you just be excited about is watching this team play actual football again this weekend in Pittsburgh with starters on the field. Yeah. Be fun. Yeah, so starters playing for starters playing for about a quarter and a half, I think they said, maybe about in a little bit into the second quarter. So that could be like they say into the second quarter, that could be one one play into the second quarter and they yeah. take them off. But the Bills starters will play a good chunk of the um game against Pittsburgh. What I guess what is the thing you're interested to see the most like from the offensive side specifically defensive side. I don't really care what we see against yeah. vanilla defense against Kenny Pickett. There's weapons that we want to see. Like who are you most excited to see? Yeah. I mean, first off, I'm just really excited to see Josh Allen in a game Jersey True. seeing live reps again, like something about him out there and that offense just get something inside of me going. I just get really excited for football <laughs> again. This makes me happy. Like, did you see that honestly, throw today? Oh my gosh. There was a throw today. Where he steps up in the pocket, roll into his right, and then just like it's like cross body, cross field to I think it was Deontay Hardy, and it's just in stride. He walks into the end zone. I'm like, what do you even do? What do you even do? So I yeah. feel you. <laughs> I'm really excited too to see you know some of the other weapons Josh used when he's on offense. Like this past week, we saw Barkley and Kyle Allen under center, and you know I think it's really hard to judge what you know those other wide receiver positions will look like with other quarterbacks and i'm excited to see with josh like i feel like andy isabella has been the darling of bill's twitter oh my recently. gosh he catches one pass i think twitter might just combine <laughs> down catches the pass from josh allen cutting across the middle but I don't know, i'm excited to see what he does after his reads from Stephon Diggs and gabe davis i'll see who those three four options are obviously don't Cade. cannot wait to see him catch a pass last week he's a little bit some on the field didn't see a catch, but that's okay. What about you? What are you feeling? Well, I I am very excited to see if Andy Isabella catches like a third and seven and like gets like 11 yards and how crazy Twitter goes for that. That is one of the things. Because I know he's going to be out there with Josh Allen, and I know Josh is going to look his way. It seems like he has the favor of Josh, Andy Isabella, at this point too. Like, And when you get brought up to the podium – I don't know if that's just yourself. he's getting a lot of attention on Twitter and that's like good on the PR team for noticing that he's getting so much attention from from the from Bill's mafia and everything else. But he's also just been balling out and everybody's been saying it, too. So I'm really interested to see what he looks like with the starters. But honestly, him and Hardy and Sherfield just. Yeah, I think we know what Kincaid is going to kind of look like when he's rolling. Right. Like he's just going to be a weapon in the middle of the field. These guys, I have no idea what yeah. they're going to do on this offense. Agreed. Like in Cade, like I just want to see it just so I, it can make me happy. Like I, I don't really need to break down oh any gosh. film of that. I just, I just want to see him catch a ball from 17 and well, I'm just watch that and repeat for the next, I don't know, three <laughs> weeks, month, year, we whatever. Just make a, we're going to make the sickest like highlight cam of the seven yard catch that Colin Kincaid <laughs> yeah, has on. A couple running blocks season. too. That's all I need. Oh my God. Let's, that's it. That's that's the next TikTok we got to throw out there. But yeah, it's a uh, Kincaid's going to be, Kincaid to see where he lines up, how many times he's used with Knox, without Knox. I want to know. That's one of the things I'm interested in, too, is when they do, like, one tight end, how many times is it Knox? How many times is it just Kincaid on the field? Because those are different looks. Like, those are – and that's the versatility I don't think people think about a lot with the tight ends, that, like, Mm -hmm. they can interchange, too, instead of being on the field at the same time. Yeah, and that's something I don't know if we're going to see in preseason, if Ken Dorsey is going to keep that close to his chest 
these next two weeks True. and we're just going to see that week one or even maybe later in the season of you know different looks with both those guys on the field one or the other um and i think a lot of the problems i think we're talking about on bill's twitter all fantastic problems to have that i see it's like one who's going to be qb2 if that's our, our big talking point i'm a happy man and it's like we have too many weapons at wide receiver who's going to be on the practice squad are they going to get picked up by another team i feel like you look back at least years and years ago we, we got one wide receiver. The national media knows we're happy people. I feel like this year there's a lot of weapons out there. The Bills are getting talked about, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's nice to see. And that's a great point to bring it back big picture because that's – when I look at going – just my general thought going into this season, like general feeling about the Bills, it's very optimistic because I've, we, I've sat through so much terrible Bills football and to know that 17 – all I need is 17 and 14, honestly. Allen and Diggs – can, can the, the, they are cooking at whatever level that they've been able to the last couple of years and playing at that level. We're going to be able to contend in any kind of game. And I don't think people, it's just foreign to this, to this yeah. fan base right now to have a guy that's continuously been in that situation and continuously pulled through. And I feel like everybody's just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I don't think there's another shoe to drop. I think they're just going to be good again. Like and yeah. it, it might suck. They might not win the Super Bowl again. And it might just be annoying. Like, but there's a lot of teams that have been great for 12 years and they only won one Super Bowl. Like it's, it happens and we're in it for the, I'm in it for the long haul here. I don't really give like, it has been the best ride we could have asked for at this point. From our childhoods where (laughs) I never saw made the playoffs till I was a senior in high school, basically it's like enjoying everything now. And it just puts it that much under a microscope. I think of like Sabres right now, it's, you know, the team's working to get to that point and, you know, each each win's a big deal. Everyone's happy. You go on these winning streaks. But now I think the Sabres are starting to get to that almost Bills territory where winning is expected. And, you know, it's tough as fans because especially in Buffalo where we've had so much sustained losing for so long that, you know, I think it's easy to forget about that and, you know, put that harsh spotlight on the team, which I think is good. We want to be successful. But, I mean, for most of my life, both those teams have sucked. And it's nice now just to see. Especially the last, ten, like, well, not last 10 years, but the 2010s were pretty much just terrible all around. Yeah, like for the, Buffalo Hopefully Spurs. the Sabres drought ends soon. We saw the Bills playoff drought end, was that, five years ago, six years yeah. ago, whatever that was. Like, yeah. it's we're, we're getting in the right direction, and it's nice to watch both these teams on TV. I, we should have a lot of national TV Sabres appearances this year, I would imagine. Or at least a couple, or they do have a, a couple more, right? The schedule's been out. Yeah, like it's, they, they should. I feel like they're, they're going to get on team. later. The Hulu Hulu games, like people sleep on those Hulu games, but ESPN <laughs> loves to put the Sabres on those Hulu games. And they there's do. a reason for that because they know we're, they we're going to get locked into it. Yeah, um, it. I do feel like the Sabres this year are going to have expectations and Pete and if they if they start off like eight seven and two or something like that people are not are going to be like what the hell is going on but that feels like a start that could very much happen to them like with the team that is currently assembled that might even be a good thing because for the past what five six years the teams have been the team's been almost like in first place through october and then just <laughs> rather just, just, yeah, rather just have the have the give 50, me an average start right away yeah that'll, that'll be good but I, I don't know. I, I Both these teams, like Bills and Sabres, I feel like, again, are in similar spots where, like, you, you see the pieces are there. Like, there's not so much you're looking to the future anymore. It's You, you know what's in front of you. You, know, you should know what you're going to get. 
And I, I'm, I'm glad the people of Buffalo can experience this and, you know, feel happy and feel proud of their teams again. That's true. See what the That's all you could really ask yeah. for. Like we said, like the 2010s, like just, yeah. just have to think about like it's, it's, it's perspective. It is the beauty of perspective and yes. life, just experience in life is that we had to go through that. And now this is, I don't care if they, even if they don't make, if they just miss the playoffs, like heartbreakingly next year, it is still better than 2014 when it was just the worst hockey I've ever watched, like a team yeah. play in, in the world, like history of my life. <laughs> yeah. And like Bill's, I, Bill's Twitter, that definitely, you know, they don't overreact to anything. Never happens once. And the team's not no, going 17-0 this year. Like, it, it's not going to happen. There's going to be losses on that schedule that are going to happen. There might be the great teams. There might be some really bad teams. And it might be terrible to go online that following week. But, you know, it's nice that we can trust this team to bounce back, get there, and, and learn from those losses. I think that's a big thing on either one of Josh's or, or Deion Dawkins' recent interviews of, like, learning from losses – and I'm hoping, you know, the losses the Bills have this year that can help them learn, get into the playoffs and build off of that. Because last year was just so much happened toward the end of the season. I think it's really hard to put it all together there. But yeah, and I think I that, I that when we're talking about perspective, like just I love like them, those guys definitely have a different perspective on everything, too. And I feel like that's just like a big change with what you've kind of heard from them going into this season. Like they're just they're really locked in on, on the work, but I feel like it's really just grateful to be there, like doing it and just being normal because it was never normal last. There was never a chance to be normal from one thing to another for reasons out of their control or in their control, you know, like it's, and you have to feel for a group of guys who are just continuously like managing that. And then managing what we all know professional athletes have to do. I think that that has not been, it still it will never be mentioned enough when you talk about the 2022 2023 Buffalo Bills. It never will be, yeah. and it'll be forgotten. A lot of those things that they had endure. Yeah, and it's you think about it too. Most of that team came back this year, so the, those guys were able to bond even more, build off of last year's experience, grow from that. You even seen the practice so they got you know the big Lombardi in there now, working toward that. Like, yeah, I know they said that the goal get to the playoffs, go from there, which everyone's goal. But they nice, skipped you know, that now. Maybe but the time for a change, I guess, right? <laughs> take that step. Like, even as, as fans, you know, seeing the Bills make the playoffs, you know, you lose that perspective. Like, you want them to go farther than that. I want to see them in the AFC Championship. I want to see them move on to the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Like, stuff like that is, you know, I think becoming now expectation a bit, which, you know, I think it's easy for that. You know, it's hard for that not to happen. When you've seen the success, mm-hmm. you know how good this team can be. It's... Mm-hmm. You know, and and now that we're in the off season or getting close to the start of the season, it's it's so yeah. easy to get those thoughts already going down the way, and we got 17 games to get to that point, anyways. And the and just the, I feel like there's more juice this year because of the Jets and because of the Dolphins, and everybody is like, it's a very defensive, like it's defensive and like pensive group. Like everybody is just like angry, but like also needs to like be on like guard, like defending the Bills too. So it's just a lot of tension and when we go back to that first game it's gonna be i'm so i've like been mentally preparing because it could be amazing or it could be like it's gonna set if if they if they do not win that game it sets the tone for the whole year no matter what we have to hear about it until november 18th or 19th when they play again 
in Buffalo, no matter what. Because I, yeah. I think the Jets are going to be pretty good and hang around. Their teams are going to be close to record, no matter what happens that first game. But if the Bills lose to the Jets, we're just it's just it's never going to go away. And yeah, that's that's just going to that's going yeah it's going to hang around there. And you know, Bills losses already are under a pretty big microscope. I think when you look at that national media. But when it's on prime time yeah. against the Jets and Aaron Rodgers under center now for them, it, they're already talking. The, it's not the Bills' division to win anymore. Then you throw in a loss. It was a sweep, sweep the other day on Get Up. They they just said no, not even one Bill. We're giving it all Jets. Which, which again, like I, I think is good for the Bills. You know, yes. What what year is that? Twenty seventeen, eighteen, when they're the underdogs and they they fight their way through it and get there. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad to get that mentality back. Like they know they're the guys, but also they can fly under the radar, do their own thing. Don't have to worry yeah. about everyone and their mother talking about, you know, every single play that they did this past week. And I think that could be good for it's them. True. I agree. I agree. Um, what can we do to broker piece though? Um, or you got one you more know, thing? You got one more thing? I mean, What's a little bit on Bill's me? Twitter. One thing I really like about yes. Bill's Twitter is there's so much infighting. Okay. I feel like within Bill's Twitter, they go back and forth. But the That's second true. one Miami's Dolphin fan account tweets one video to a everyone unites there's quote <laughs> tweets left and right noodle arm wobbly throw this and that like bill bill's twitter will will go at each other but then they'll un- unite just like that jets dolphins pats right away videos lined up you okay. know they got the receipts ready and that's what i really like about bill's twitter compared to saber saber twitter seems a little bit more I don't know how to say it. I, I got a little more little brother energy right now from, from Sabres yeah. Twitter to Bill's Twitter. We're just trying to figure it out. A little angsty still. We got the Avril of being going on. And it doesn't even yeah. have to be with the Bills. It's also the yeah. division because there's a lot yeah. of big brother. That, that division is just ridiculous. So it's a lot of big brothers in the division too. So it's a lot of just that in general, I feel like. Yeah, so so much of that. And I think Sabres Twitter still trying to find, you know, what 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 makes makes us unique, you know. Cause it's been so much struggle for so long and you know, we, we take pride in the thing. Maybe, you know, most organizations don't, but hopefully we got a more fun team to watch this year. We can take that step up from little brother to, you know, we can start throwing our own punches a little bit. We can be proud of the team we are. And, you know, hopefully it doesn't bring on the infighting that I see a little bit on Bill's Twitter, you know, about stuff, this and there. Cause right now fans seem pretty united on that front. I think yeah. once, you know, winning becomes an expectation, that's when, uh, punches start to be thrown online yeah i think the simple you know i was thinking we needed a whole treaty i wanted a treaty i was yeah. i was thinking this whole thing but i think it really is comes down to these two things that sabers fans and if you're only a sabers fan and not a bills fan just just remember that you that this team has not done anything yet bills fans if you are not a sabers fan and you are a bills fan just remember according to most of you at least general sentiment in NFL fans. You guys haven't done anything yet. Ain't won no Super Bowl. I see no rings. So neither team's done anything. You're in the same spot. Make the playoffs, win a Super Bowl. If that's the expectations we're talking about, mm-hmm. that both people hold them both accountable. Neither of them have reached the goals. So whatever. Like you can rip each other apart all you want. It just comes down to those simple two things. So let's just not do it then. <laughs> let's I, just I agree. Like we're in the same spot. And especially as the Sabres, you know, hopefully continue to get better. I think we're going to see more of that back and forth between Sabres and Bills fans online as who's, you know, who's, who's the better team, who, who's, you know, who should be proud of what team more and whatnot. We should get ahead of this early. We we can't be having any of that 
what, what's the big saying? One Buffalo. It doesn't matter what city wins the championship first. The city will burn down. It doesn't matter who wins it second. Whoever gets there first. And I think the city just needs one at this point from one of those two teams. They've, they've been so yeah. close so many times. It's someone's got to do it. We got to got to unite instead of divide. A rising tide raises all ships. I think that exactly. that should be that should be what we're going here. We're high up in the clouds. Good vibes. We we can't be going back and forth online about this. Yeah, we're up here. Keep up all that here. down below. Way keep up that here. For the Jets fans for the Bruins fans. Keep that keep that down there. <laughs> and Dolphins fans, don't forget yeah. them either. They're they're a little <laughs> bit below that. I'm with it. I'm I'm yeah. completely. With it. It's just. Uh, it's going to be a fun season if you let it be a fun season. I think that's where we're at. I think that's where we're at. It can, it's going to be a fun season if you let it be a fun season. Personally, this podcast, for me, I'm going to be happy no matter. If one of them won, I would just be – I don't care. It does yeah. not – there's no race for me. There is nope. nothing. I will be the big worlds no matter what. I got – and that's the thing is like – I don't know. This I was telling you this before. Like for me, my life has always just been so intertwined with both. And I got plenty of receipts for deep bills and savers, early, early love and a lot of pain through through all that time. Like I'll give them to you if anybody wants it. But it's just like that's why like this feels so much like to have it come again. And maybe it's when maybe it's when you do this for another 20 years and the team goes down and comes back up. You just maybe that's what it is. Is you just when you keep going on the ride, you you just get more and more cynical. Maybe we're just too young, bright eyed, yeah. bushy tailed, and just as the first tape. But I don't think so. I think that I I hope to think that I'll enjoy sports and just watching it like this to begin with. And this is just both these teams are going to be damn good this year, I think, no matter what. I think they're going to both be shockingly good, honestly. Agreed. We just got to enjoy it. I think it's going to be really easy to, you know, get lost in, in all the mud and the weeds online. Lost and in the sauce. Lo- don't get lost in the sauce. It's easy to do, especially when you have these high expectations internally for these teams. You lose that perspective we talked about earlier of where we were years ago and how we are where we are now and just, you know, have that team under the microscope, you know, root for them. You know, those losses will sting, but it, it's been a lot worse. And there's other organizations right now in both leagues who would kill to be where yeah. both these teams are at right now. But Well, the Bills are currently, I think, still third or fourth in Super Bowl odds. I don't know what the Sabres playoff odds are, but I know by the athletic metrics and those types of things, they are like projected uh, from analytics to be the, one of the wild cards in there. So... If all goes according to plan, like normal Buffalo sports things do, we should have a fun year. Nothing. What could go wrong? I think exactly. Both teams are so much fun to watch just on a game to the game basis. Like you got Josh Allen slinging it on Sundays. You got Tage Thompson ripping it down the middle every other day. These both these teams will just be so enjoyable to watch. They're long seasons. We're here till what? Bills go till January, February. Sabers go to hopefully April. Like. Yeah. It, May, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but yeah, like we got a lot of time. We're, we're here in mid-August. Enjoy the ride because before we know it, we'll be back in baseball season again, wishing for a week one game against the Jets for whatever happens or whatnot. Like, I don't know. Enjoy enjoy the ride now because both teams are fun to watch. Each, each day should be a fun day to be a fan of Buffalo yeah. sports. I have a really mean question to ask you, but it's something that I just thought of right now. And I don't know the answer to what I would say to it too. So I want to ask you, I want to bounce it off of you. If you could only pick one, 
would you pick Tage Thompson or Rasmus Dahlin? Oh, um, I really, I really don't know. I think I'd pick Dahlin because I love him and I'm a defenseman yeah. at heart. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's the right would, answer either. I would say right now, based off the Sabers roster, no, no, not 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 for the Sabers at all. Like you're just just picking like, one. Just you that you're building a franchise and you can pick Tage Thompson as your first pick or Rasmus Dahlin as your first pick. This is purely outside you, of the Sabres universe. Yeah, I think you have to take Dahlin. Like as much of a specimen unicorn that Tage is, like one of one is size, speed, shot, truly the best. Like Dahlin's ability to skate as a defenseman, move the puck. Now he's got that lockdown defenseman aspect to him as well. I don't know how you could really go outside of that pick for him. He's just so when you build a franchise around the Sabres, I think are doing that alongside Tage. That I mean, it just happens. You have another world class player next to him and Tage Thompson. But yeah, Darlene is one of one special player. Just someone that if the Sabres are going to go to that next level, it's going to be on his back doing it. Okay, I, I think I'm yeah, with I, you. I think that's where yeah. I lean. But it's very. I think someone could make the case for Tage and I'd be like, okay, you're right. Like six, seven yeah. center. Who's going to score like maybe a hundred points this year. Yeah, sure. Like he should probably yeah. be your first overall pick, but twist my arm. I'll take him. Like it's, <laughs> but that's, that's, that's where we're at though. That's where yeah. we're at though. Like, and then there's also, I was like, oh, should I put mention Owen power here? Because he might yeah. be like, he might be the best one out of all three by the end of it. Who knows? Like, <laughs> Yeah, and that's and the I, thing truly, with the I mean, not offensively, but defensively, and the, he might just be like the best defenseman in the league in like five years, and we'll be like, damn, power! Like, who would have thought? Because he just he gets yeah. it right away. Got it quicker than Dali, and that's for sure. Yeah, definitely, and that's the thing with the Sabers team. It's like each year they're just getting better and better, mm-hmm. and they're getting these prospects who they've drafted high because they've been so bad for so long. Insert in the lineup. There's gonna be each year. There's gonna be more and more fun to watch. There's so many incredible prospects going crossing swords on the Sabres in the 60s. Scroll through them all because there's some really yes. fun ones to be aware of in the next coming years. And if you think this team is fun now, which they are, they're going to be so much more fun one, two, three years down the road when all these young guys are in the lineup and in their prime. It's, yeah, yeah I, I can't wait. I'm very excited for that. But when, the, when their Sabres are winning games casually 10 to 2, just remember that we called it. Right here on yeah, this podcast, right here, right now, yeah. Because it might maybe this year, but it, in two years, they're gonna be like regularly winning games like nine to two or nine to three. And people are gonna be like, What, the, where did these like the Sabres, what the hell? And we're just be like, Yeah, like that's the vision. I, that's my vision, at least. Like, kind of yeah. how like they, I think that they're just gonna be able to turn up and just Agreed. put seven, eight, nine goal games up. And that's what they I want this, to do, honestly. Yeah, like in Bill's terms, the Sabres are just a couple years behind like the current Bill's trajectory it's of true, yeah. being a top team. like. You think the Bills, what was it, 2019? They were just such a f- 19, 2020. Like they were such a fun team, but yeah. still like under the radar a bit with the, the year they first made. Uh, they went 10 it? and 6 the one year. Yeah. And that was like, that was like, okay, they're good. And then, they, then when they go, like they had a little bit of expectations, but we were kind of all going in that next year, like, okay, can Josh do this again? Like yeah. all that. And then they go 13. And that's where I feel like the Sabres are right now. Exactly. Yeah. They're going yeah between that ten and six and thirteen and three year I think mm-hmm. take that big step, make the playoffs go from there. But I don't know it. No matter what happens, like it, the Atlantic is just a bloodbath. It's going to be a fun season to watch regardless. The team I was encouraged by Boston's uh, yes. departures in the last couple yeah. weeks. I mean that's huge. Yeah, agreed. And Dwayne's new podcast Two Goals on Mike with the Bruins people just went out today. I think that'd be a fun yeah. listen to after this. 
catch up on, you know, what the Bruins look like, how that's going to affect the Sabres this upcoming year. Because if the Sabres are going to make the playoffs, it's going to be because of the Bruins' downfall, I think. So we'll see. Or the, or the Leafs. I, I'll, I'll take the Leafs, too. I'm, Either or. I'm not just hate. I'm, I am a Leafs hater, very much so. But I'm not just a Leafs hater. What I say, Matthews having his eye potentially out the door is like the biggest like storyline the NHL to me this year because that dude might he could just demand a trade in December if he wanted to. I don't yeah. think he's staying there. And it's weird because there's so many other NHLers who you know are from areas with teams, but Matthews since his he's been drafted has been just linked back to Arizona with. Whether there's any truth to that or not, it's just always been around in a rumor. Yeah. And I just find it interesting because I love seeing Leafs fans in turmoil. Like it Leafs fans in turmoil is like seeing the Dolphins in turmoil for, for Bills. It's like yes. you, you just like seeing it happen. Like they get a little bit of success, everyone gets really happy. And it almost makes it mean a bit more when they almost fall on their face and you know they're just going at each other online and the team's blowing up, stuff like that. Just makes it a little bit sweeter, especially for the Leafs, for the Dolphins, stuff like that. It's the best. It is. It really is just that much. Just that chef's kiss. I'd give the Patriots right in there too. Mwah. Just yeah. Like, but yeah, I'm very interested to see like Arizona's an interesting one. I was I wasn't really even thinking about Arizona. I guess that makes all the sense. They have all the cap room. They're young as hell. I don't know where they're gonna play. That's the only thing I'm worried about is what he's yeah. gonna like his location that he wants to play in. But should hopefully draw money. Could he be a Buffalo Saber in, in 2024? There's a lot of money there. Yeah, I mean, saying. right right now the Sabers are. If they didn't want to set, it's going to yeah. get ugly quick. Like in the next three four years, that Sabers cap is going to go from having the most in the league. I think right now they're second most in the league to pinching every penny they possibly can because these every young penny. guys are going to come in, produce, and want to get paid. Thankfully, Tate Thompson. I think they could fit. One yeah. more if they wanted to, the way it's set up. And that might be, it might just be, it might not be Matthews per se, but this summer I feel like is what it's for is because they're, this summer's so loaded that he, Adams just didn't want to spend a dime if he didn't have to this year. Like, yeah, and you got some big extensions. Dowling and Power got to get paid. They're looking for extensions this year. So lock true. those two up long term. You can build from that point out. And then go, who from cares? There. You got yeah, that's true. Your two corner stones on the back end. So, all right. We're going to finish up here the same way I finished up with Jay Spence the King. I'm putting 83 seconds on the clock for the for the GOAT Andre Reed. And I just, I'm going the same questions right in order. We'll see how far we get down. I think we got to like question 11 last time. Are you down to get to know? I'm ready. Let's Gacy? hit it. All right. I don't know. Let's see. Make sure this gets up. I'm using a different timer this time. Just use the Google one. See how it goes. All right. Can you here see it up there? I, I'm ready. Yeah, I got it. All right. Three, two, one. Let's go. Favorite vacation city? Oh, um, I just went to Nicosia in Cyprus. Loved it. Ooh, nice. French toast, yeah. pancakes, or waffles? Oh, waffles. Nice. Oh, okay. Barbie or yeah. Oppenheimer? Oh, I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. Love Barbie, though, so I'm going to lock in Barbie. Solid. Great movie. How much would you be willing to pay for a Taylor Swift ticket? Well, I, I paid 120 which is... You know, I knew you went. How much um, would you yeah. have been willing to pay? Oh, I, I guess, every I dollar I have, which isn't too much right now. College <laughs> is killing me, but I mean, I, I might have cut off a finger or two. Not <laughs> left hand might might have been a stub at that point. I would have sold them off. Where did you go? Didn't you took a trip right to go? Yeah, I uh, was in Cyprus last month studying abroad. Went to Istanbul for a bit, 
that's probably my favorite city. For Taylor, though, where'd you see Taylor? Oh, I saw her in Philly. That's right. I thought you had, I thought yeah. you had flown somewhere. All right, we spent a lot yeah. of time on Taylor. L.A. or NYC? NYC. Okay, that's a trick yeah. question in Chicago. Jordan or LeBron? <laughs> uh, Jordan. Matt, uh, if you could tag team with anybody at WrestleMania, who would it be? And this can be a wrestler, if you know Sorry, wrestlers, or any celebrity yeah. or person, whatever. Uh, wrestler MJF, he'll, he'll get myself over, give myself a long go. career in, in wrestling. I'm, I'm going with him. Double close. If you could have a match against anybody, who would it be? Um, oh, against anyone? Um, I, I would say uh, Dolphins fan Nikki Smokes. I, I would think I really <laughs> like that one. Just make me feel oh, all the rings on one hand and uh, <laughs> that'll, that'll feel good for me. <laughs> that would be, be a main event WrestleMania match. We get Gatesy yeah, I, I, from Bill's Mafia behind you. We get a whole entrance, like the whole the whole yeah. squad bringing you out. Nikki Smokes does stand a chance. Josh Allen um, is my manager. Give it to me. <laughs> there it is. All right, great job. Thank you so much for joining here in a pinch. For uh, for all our listeners, find us at Pay the Bills Podcast. Uh, we're on the Trainwreck Sports feed, so check that out. Everything will be on the website. Check us out: Apple, Spotify. YouTube. I got that thing somewhere. Maniac plays it. I'm not going to do it. I'll just say it. Josh Allen can do it for Trainwreck tonight. Uh, That's it. We paid the bills. Thank you, Gatesy. Go Bills. Go Bills. Thanks for having me.